Welcome to the Christian Inquiry Podcast, a podcast designed to search for the truth in God's Word. I'm your host, Elijah McSwain Sr., here are my co-hosts, Philip McSwain Jr. and Marquis Lewis. Greetings and good day. My name is Elijah McSwain Sr., host of the Christian Inquiry Podcast. And in today's weekly spotlight, we want to do a continuation of part two, How Can We Fall Asleep? This podcast is drawn from the biblical text of Romans chapter 13, verse 11 through verse 14. And in summation, this text draws for us in knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep for our salvation is nearer than when we first believe. The night is forspent. The day is at hand. Let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the arm of light. Let us therefore walk properly as in the day, not in reverie, drunkenness, not in lewdness, not in lust, not in strife or envy. But we are called to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. In part one of this series, we laid the foundation as it relates to the concept of sleep. We discovered early on in this podcast that sleep as defined by the dictionary in the sense to which this podcast is presented means to be careless or unalert, to allow one's alertness or attentiveness to lie dormant, which means to be inactive. Paul equates sleep to the idea of spiritual stupor, which projects forth that Christians have become sluggish in their walk with the Lord. And in doing so, they have suspended their efforts in doing the will of God. Spiritual sleep is in direct opposition to what God has created for us to do because Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 alludes to the fact, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. To be labeled as a sleeper denotes that there is a lack of movement in striving to advance the kingdom for the glory of God. Thus, in the previous episode, How Can We Fall Asleep? Part 1, Paul addressed the dangers of falling asleep. He encouraged the Roman believers to be aware of the times, to know what era that they lived in, to be conscious of the false doctrine being spread throughout their culture, and then to take a stand for God. When the community of faith is found catching shut eye, it shows a lack of commitment unto God. It highlights their ineffectiveness in combating evil. It raises a red flag that they are not effective in promoting righteousness. Thus, they cannot project the proper lifestyle to the world because they themselves are in a state of rebellion. Thus it is dangerous grounds for us to be inactive and asleep as Christians. But solely today I want to focus in on part two of this particular episode where we will focus on the idea that there is a sense of urgency to wake up. Paul states again, now there's high time to awake from sleep for our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is forspent. The day is at hand. Let us cast off the works of darkness. And let us put on the arm of light. 
We are to walk upright before God and to put on the Lord Jesus Christ, to make no provisions for the flesh, to fulfill the lust thereof. Quite often the Bible speaks about Jesus' return to encourage the body of Christ to live in a righteous manner. It is with a sense of urgency that Paul pins this as he has in mind the nearness of our salvation. To help the Roman believers understand the vital nature of living godly within the heart of the earth. Each day draws closer to the Lord's return. Therefore it is of utmost importance to give heed to the things of God over the temporal things of life. Our focus should be on living in a manner to project forth righteousness, holiness, purity, sincerity of truth before the face of the world as we seek to glorify God by our lifestyle. In striving to live godly, it should be our intent to flee from the things of spiritual darkness that keeps us from living in purity. The things of darkness are centered around vile passions, ungodly living, and sinful pleasures, which causes sleepiness to set in as it relates to not obeying God or his commands. Being entangled in the spirit of darkness is a result of the world's systematic way of living, being perceived as more appealing than the ways of God. Therefore, many believers are lured to sleep when they cater to the flesh. Sleep occurs when God's people get lost in the temporal things of life. Therefore, Paul admonishes them not to get lost in the temporary. Don't get lost in things that have no eternal value. Don't walk disorderly feeding their sensual appetites of catering to the flesh, but to get a sense of urgency to walk in the order of the Lord. Paul wanted the Romans to know that the matter of waking up was urgent to fulfill their purpose in the will of the Lord. It was an urgent matter for them to not be engaged in partying, drunkenness, sexual impurity, jealousy, quarreling things that are not conducive to the kingdom of God. When a Christian abandons the course of life that God desires for him or her to walk in, all manner of darkness will ensue. The allotted time that God granted to the believers at Rome in their lifespan was to be used to bring glory unto his name. It was to be used for the exaltation of God among all people by their conduct, by their speech, and by their actions. But instead of using their time wisely, they became entangled with the beggarly elements of the world. And what we do with our time is of utmost importance in the eyes of God. The current state of time that we live in is ever passing away. God has appointed an end for the time that uh, he has permitted for us to live. Therefore, it is time to awake out of sleep, to be aroused and stirred. It's time for us to move and act now, to rise up and walk, and to contend for the faith. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 12 alludes to the fact that we need to walk worthy unto God, who has called us into his kingdom and his glory. It is urgent because Romans chapter 12 verse 11 also make mention that we are not to be slowful in business but be fervent in spirit, serving the Lord.
God does not want us to be unresponsive to him or his ways. He desired that we adhere to his commands and govern ourselves accordingly by those commands, as well as biblical principles that he has set forth for us in scripture. If we are to live our Christian lives after the manner of God, then we need to live it with the perspective of anticipating Christ's return. We need to do this so that it will further help change our course of behavior from living after the flesh so that we will gravitate more toward living according to the things of God. As we sense Christ's impending return, it will cause us to cast off the works of the flesh. It will cause us to cast aside the filth of sin and the behaviors associated with sin. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 11 says, to have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather we are to expose them. Our Christian life should not bear a reflection of sleep due to being entangled in spiritual darkness. We should have no affiliation with the works thereof, but our lives should be reflective of bearing light because we are alert to living after the mandate of God. And this mandate is found in scripture. For the psalmist says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Therefore, let us be properly dressed by stripping off the wardrobe of sinfulness and let us gladly display the spiritual attire of righteousness and heavenly life. Ephesians chapter four, verse 22 through verse 24 says this, that you are to put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God, in true holiness and righteousness. We are to gird ourselves to put on heaven's armor, the armor of light, and let our light shine in a dark world. First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 5 states that we are the children of light and the children of day. We are not of the night, nor are we of darkness. The believer is to be alert that he or she can be mentally awake, alert and watchful and to help redeem the times because the days are evil. Watchmen need, quoted, we can serve God only with a clear conscience. A darkened one shall surely cause us to shrink back intuitively from God. We live in a world of darkness. Therefore, Christians must be prepared to equip themselves properly by allowing God's light to radiate through them. The believer's life is a battlefield. Immediately upon receiving Christ, the believer finds himself or herself in a constant struggle. We find ourselves in a battle for truth versus fabricated thoughts. We find ourselves in a battle of spiritual darkness versus spiritual light. As a believer, we are to engage in an unceasing fight, an unending war, until God calls us home. There are foes within the religious arena and foes outside the religious arena that we have to stand guard against. We have to take a stand. We have to be bold in standing for the Lord by the way that we live. From the cradle to the grave, there's a constant struggle against the corruptible lusts 
of the flesh. There's a constant struggle of Satan, his craftiness, his deceit, his trickery, and every evil force. The believer is a soldier entrusted by God to be on alert and on guard. It is pivotal and necessary that we not fall asleep. It is urgent to wake up for Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 17 states this fact. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole arm of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Take the whole arm of God that we may be able to stand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand. Stand therefore, having your lions girded about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, our feet shod with the gospel of preparation of peace, taking the shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, taking the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which he is the word of God. Again, it is urgent for us as believers to stand for the Lord. It is urgent for us as believers to know that God is depending on you and I to be his representatives, to go the places that he desires for us to go, to speak those things that he desires for us to speak, to be the light in a dark world. For we must realize that our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to pull down the strongholds of this world. So again, as the people of God, God is depending on you and I to be the very vessels to be used for his glory. So therefore, how can we be lured asleep in the midst of evil, in the midst of vile passions, in the midst of hatred, in the midst of all calamity? But God again has called us to a different standard and we are to live by that standard. And that standard is found in the word of God. I encourage you on today to wake up Let's not be found asleep on the program of God. I hope that this podcast has been enlightening for you. I pray that something was said here today will help you in the days, weeks, months, years, and decades to come. Before I leave you today, I want to remind you that we can be found on Facebook and Instagram under the Christian Inquiry. Also, you can find us on our website at www org. Thank you for listening and all the more. God bless. Thank you for joining us today. We ask that you will subscribe to the Christian Inquiry podcast. You will find this podcast on many of the major podcast platforms. Once you subscribe, you will receive an automatic download of new episodes for your listening pleasure. I pray that this episode has been enlightening to you. I invite you to join us the next time on the Christian Inquirer podcast to further grow in God's word. Thank you for listening and God bless.